Okay. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Agatsu Physical Culture Podcast. Listen up. If you want to get in the best shape of your life, and I know that's cliche, but I mean it, in the best shape of your life, you need to listen to this podcast. If you're a trainer, you're a personal trainer, and you've ever held mitts for a client, or you're thinking about holding mitts for a client, you need to listen to this podcast. If you're a bipedal human being who walks upright and breathes, and even if you don't walk up, rock upright, if you're laying down, if you've got COVID fluff, you're sitting there and you gain too much weight from COVID and you're freaking out, you need to listen to this podcast. Basically, any human being out there, please listen to this podcast because my very, very special guest today is Tony Jeffries. Tony is a former undefeated boxer. He was a bronze uh, Olympic medalist. And man, this guy has forgotten more about boxing than you will ever know, okay? <laughs> Myself included. Just now sitting there, he's smiling. He already, just now in the time I made his introduction, he forgot something about boxing that I'll never <laughs> Welcome That's on the show. That's down to me being punch drunk. Not because I'm smart. <laughs> no, you, you, you've been saved from that. And we'll talk about that after. But yeah. listen, first, I want to say thank you so much for coming on, taking the time to come on here and uh, talk. Uh, you know, it's a privilege to have you on. I'm really, yeah, really thank happy. you for having me on, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, fantastic. And, you know, before we start talking about boxing, all the benefits of boxing, uh, you're out in California. I just want to know how, how everything is going there. My buddies who live out there say the lockdown has been really rough. Yeah, so I'm out in California. I own two. James, you call on two boxing fitness gyms called Box and Burn. And yeah, the lockdown, it, we've been closed, but well, we've been open for three weeks since March. Wow. So yeah, the, the, biz, the business is, is, is suffering big time. It's now September, if you listen to this later on. So it's yeah. been, we've been closed for over six months. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been really, really tough because out here in California, especially West Los Angeles, where we are in Santa Monica, Brentwood, the rent is an absolute fortune, mate. Oh, it's terrifying. Ridiculous. And we've not paid rent on one of our locations since March. And that's just been building up. Now we've got it. Now we're in a big hole of debt uh, with that. So we, we're looking at different ways of, of trying to figure something out. And uh, but yeah, the fitness business has, has been pretty shocking in California right now. Oh, I mean, everywhere around the world. I can't tell you, like, I wake up, I'm like terrified to open my phone. You know, I have students around the world. And every day I open up my phone, I look at my, you know, Facebook, I look at my other social media and it's heartbreaking because it's, you know, person after person that I, that I know that I've trained and I see them losing their businesses, um, yeah. you know, and uh, these are not people that, you know, made bad decisions and, and, you know, over leveraged themselves or didn't have a healthy business. I mean, there's, there's that going on around the world too, you know, people yeah. that were just playing it fast and loose and, and it got exposed from, from COVID, but people that really grinded hard to build their businesses. And like you say, right. like what business can survive six months being closed, no revenue and still, yeah. you know, have to pay rent. Yeah. That's the big Brutal. thing with us, us gym owners. We, we earn money by people coming through the door and, yeah. and working out. So if someone's not coming through the door, not working out, we're not, we're not bringing in any revenue. And, and we were very close to closing down one of our locations. We, uh, we, we, we made the decision that we're going to close down unless our landlord would give us a big, huge discount. And one of our landlords was amazing and did that. Wow. Now we've got our other location that we haven't paid rent with. Uh, we, we can't get out that lease. We're personally guaranteed. It's, it's kind of, it's a, the thing that keeps me awake at night is thinking like, am I going to be in debt for the rest of my life through yeah. because of this? Cause it's like I said, it's an absolute fortune to rent here. Um, probably more than most places, just about 99% of places in the world. For in sure. The rest of the 
So yeah, uh, but you know, I'm a positive person. I'm a positive person and, and I'm healthy. My family's healthy. Uh, other than business, life is really, really good right now. Yeah, I, you know, man, it's my birthday tomorrow. I could say the same oh, thing. Everybody always asks me and, uh, you know, I said, listen, they're like, what's new? I said, it's a nightmare. What do you like? <laughs> you know, I said, it's a nightmare that is slightly different every day. And on the other, uh, other hand, you know, I'm going to spend the weekend, you know, hanging out with my family, playing with my kids, you know, yeah. you know, I'm, I woke up this morning, took my dogs in the backyard, played ball with them, had a coffee. So, you know, that all that stuff makes me smile. So, right. you know, I think for everybody listening, we got to be positive. Uh, yeah, it's it's a fight. And, uh, you know, you you either fold up or you bite down hard on your mouthpiece and you get it done. So, yeah. You know, and I know a lot of people are suffering and a lot of people like I'm sure you understand we're talking about the fitness business because of COVID, because of the lockdown. So many people were stuck at home and are still stuck at home. They gained a lot of weight. They're getting out of shape. And, you know, when you're out of shape, you get depressed. You get depressed. Right. You start. It's like a spiral. It's this big, you know, we're talking about being positive. It's a negative spiral that even people who spend their life maybe trying to be in shape, trying to work out, trying to do the right thing. They get affected by it, too, you know. And uh, it became really hard. I'm not sure about California, but it's, especially where I am, it became really hard for people to find fitness equipment because so many people were buying yeah. everything up. Like, yeah. and, and companies gouging for a dumbbell, like disgusting prices, horrible. I, I hope people listening, man, remember the companies that screwed you really bad when you needed them. And, uh, you know, don't shop with them. But I think one of the one of the great things about having something that you do for your fitness for your training and for your life when it's not heavily reliant on uh, equipment is that man no matter what's going on you can always do it like I, you know i'm stuck in my house especially when we had the lockdown here um i can go in my backyard i can skip i can shadow box i can hit a bag and uh i, I can start to feel like a human being again can, can you tell me as somebody who's come from both the pro world and, you know, working also now with average Joes, just with, with everybody with raw beginners. What is so amazing about boxing for overall fitness? Why is it? Because to me, I, I would say this is absolutely one of the best activities you can do to get in yeah. shape. So yeah, why is I, this so great? I agree. And you mentioned just before we start recording about people's attention spans. Yeah. Oh, they're really short these days. And, um, it, it, let's say if you're doing some strength sessions, some strength training, it takes a while to start seeing big results on that. Yeah. But in boxing, when you come into a boxing gym and you do a boxing fitness session, uh, the first session might feel awkward, but the very next session, you're going to be twice as good as you were in the first session. Then the next session after that, you're going to be twice as good. Like you, you pick it up fast. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so that gets people hooked on boxing. And so it makes people get like, and as well, sorry. And you can always get better, no matter what level you're at. Like I've been boxing forever now and I, I can still get better at boxing. You can always get better. So people are coming in, they're not just learning how to lift up a dumbbell. They're learning how to learn a skill, learning yeah. a sport, learning something that's giving them confidence, like a self-defense move, if you, if you like. And, and then, like I said, it's, it's addictive because they're getting better at each, side, each time and they can see the fast improvements. Um, and yeah, the people, people love boxing. That, that's just why people get hooked on it. And then the yeah. benefits of boxing is endless, mate. Absolutely endless from working out just about every single muscle on your body to, like I said, giving you that confidence, 
giving you that mm-hmm. self-esteem, uh, working your mind, making your mind think, making your mind sharper. The benefits for, for someone doing boxing for fitness is endless. Unless you're getting punched in the face, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend you get punched in the face. Right, and that's the thing is that you can enjoy boxing and you can reap those benefits without the hard sparring, without, you know, you can train like a fighter all of the different elements that, you know, put them in amazing shape without, you know, getting concussed, right? right. Yeah. And I think also there's this kind of thought process maybe from some people that, oh, I got to get in shape before I go do that. Or yeah. man, I, I can't take a boxing class, I'll, I'll die, right? Um, yeah. But that, that's silly thinking, isn't it? Because why not get in shape with the thing? Yeah, no, it, it, it can be silly thinking, but at the same time, there is some people out there or some unexperienced trainers who haven't got a clue about boxing or some exper- unexperienced trainers in, in general who just try and think, giving someone a training session to, and getting them tired, I'm, I'm achieving my goal. It's yeah. not about just getting someone tired. It's no. about making someone better. And uh, if you're a good trainer, you'll know that session is about making someone better. And yeah. I think that's the big mistake that a lot of people make. They just try and get people tired, which with boxing, you can get someone tired in 30 seconds and getting them dying, which, which we, we don't really want to do. And that's why people, some people might be intimidated to come to a gym the first time. So if you are looking for a gym to go to a boxing fitness gym, make sure you pick the right one, the one that's got good reviews, Mm -hmm. It's been recommended highly from from a friend uh, because there is a few, not seen all of a few that might push you too hard, you know? And that's one of the things, one of the things that I see, which I think, you know, if our conversation can help anyone, I kind of mentioned this to you before was, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do a lot of different things and, and boxing's not different. You know, guys will argue about, Hey, do you hold your hand like this in a hook? Do you hold your hand like yeah. this? And, you yeah. know, you can sit on Reddit all day and have, you know, like pissing contests about, you know, what, why one technique is better than the other. The truth is you get, if you get punched in the face with either one, it's going to be an unpleasant day. <laughs> but one thing that I, I hate is I hate when people waste time. You know, time is precious. It makes me sad. It's, it's, I'm not getting pissed off because you're doing it a different way. I don't care if you do something a different way. I get pissed off if I see someone doing something and I know they're not getting the reward they could be for the time putting in. They're just spinning their wheels. That's, that's upsetting, right? So right. we see so many, I, I've seen a lot of this in gyms around the world. Trainers that mean well, they know boxing is good. They know it's going to be a good workout for their clients, but they don't know shit about boxing. So you see them with their hands like way out here. There's like one hand over there and there's like one hand over here and they're kind of doing some sort of mat work that they saw or the absolute worst thing lately is everybody seems to do, maybe you have a better word for this as the professional in this area, but I call it masturbatory mat work, uh, mitt work, right? So masturbatory mitt work is basically, it just looks like they're swatting flies. They have some sort of pre-done routine and it's like, and it's like, you know, this in Instagram moment, it is to boxing what, you know, all those butt shots are on Instagram. It's, yeah. it's just like, it's all fluff, no stuff. And for those kind of trainers that they see the value, but they're not doing it right. It, it drives me nuts because you and I both know if you want to get in shape, boxing is awesome. But the same amount of time you learn to just throw a jab for fitness with your arm, let's say, right. with no technique you could take that same amount of time and learn from a real boxer how to box and you'll get the physical benefit, the mental benefit. And as well, you'll bloody know how to box like yeah. that. Would be, right. 
yeah, if, if trainers educate themselves a little bit more, that that would that would be great. And um, so he's he's my take on the old thing, right? And um, with, with what you what you're seeing, I know I get what you're seeing. Yeah. The the number one thing that a client wants, yeah, like, like we're talking boxing for fitness now. The number one thing that a client wants that a trainer should be providing that client in the session, is, if it's a boxing session, is enjoyment. They need to enjoy the session at the end of the day, right? Now, yeah. a client come to me, and I would spend a full one hour perfecting the job, right? And making them have a great job. I guarantee if I did that with, with someone, they're not going to come back from the session because they've just right. been bored out their head, right? So when someone comes to me for the first time, my, my number one goal is to make sure that they enjoy that session, right? My number two goal is to make sure they have a good workout. My number three goal is to make sure they learn how to box, boxing technique in that order as well, right? right. The first session. Someone comes to you for the first session, make sure, make sure, make sure like them in that order. Then when they come to you again, because they will come back to you again if they enjoy that session, yeah. then we can start working on the technique and, 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 and pivot in the technique. Uh, but I agree with what you're seeing. Box, uh, people who's teaching boxing should 100% learn the proper skills and technique. Um, and a thing that I like to see on our, our boxing certification courses is you don't have to have been a boxer to be able to teach boxing. You right. need to understand boxing, right? You need to understand the fundamentals of boxing. You need to understand, if you're teaching boxing, how to hold the, the mitts correctly. Like you said, we don't want to have mitts out here. Yeah. Not if people's heads that big. You want to bring them in, elbows in. Yeah, so, and if the person's head is that big, run. <laughs> yeah. There's also like something that. very wrong with that guy. You don't want yeah. to fight that guy. Because the, the last thing that you want to do is, is injure yourself or, or even worse, injure a client. If you injure a client, they're not going to come back and train with you. So yeah. you need to know exactly what you're doing and doing it the right way. And at the same time, making sure they're having fun and enjoying it. I couldn't teach uh, a client who comes to our gym in the box and burn the same way as my coach taught me. Right. My coach would teach me, he'd be like, Tony, keep your fucking hands up. Tony, and he, what's that, Tony? That was shit. That was terrible. Right? He'd tell me that. If I said this to one of these soccer mums who comes in the box and burn, or one of these uh, lawyers who come in right. and drop their hands, if I hit them across the head, like, I'm getting sued. <laughs> you know, yeah. They're not coming back, right? So, like, there is a, 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 a big difference between boxing for fitness and, and real boxing coaching. Now, come to Canada. We can smack each other in the face. We hardly <laughs> have yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet the, the Canadians, they're a bit like the British. But in America, a little bit different. Yeah, you, bit... You, you smack one of us, we just apologize for doing it wrong and try to throw a better jab after, you know? Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and that, that, that's, the, that's the big, big differences between the, the fitness and, and the, the pros, you know? If you can teach like we mentioned, real boxing technique and yeah. still have the fit, fun side of it with the fitness element, you know, you're golden. You're, right. ab you're absolutely golden. And, you're and I do think like I've come to learn over the years when sometimes I, I used to see somebody maybe look like they really had no clue. Like they never bothered to learn anything and they're just going and teaching it. And there is some of that. There is some, some people that are just like, okay, this is popular. I'm going to teach it. And they don't know anything about it. And that's not great. But I think there's other people where I, I do know that they tried, they went somewhere to learn, you know, uh, they put their trust in some organization, some group that was giving, you know, a course. And uh, you know, the truth was it, it's not good. And you can see it's not good, but yeah. they almost, they don't know enough to know what they don't know. 
so that they can't recognize something, you know, that would have been the right course to take. So, yeah. of course, look, I, I know like, like myself, when somebody asks me, uh, hey, Sean, uh, what's a good kettlebell cert? I'm going to, obviously, I'm going to tell them, hey, I'm, I'm biased, obviously take mine, you know? Um, so, but, and, you know, you have a boxing certification for trainers, but if you can tell me, they're looking at your cert, they're maybe looking at something else. Okay, obviously you were a boxer, but look, there's a lot of boxers that aren't good teachers. 100%, yeah, 100%. I, I, a lot of guys tell me, they're like, oh, I'm training with so-and-so, and I know the guy, and I'm like, he's a great fighter, but man, it's like, you know, 80 other guys in that gym, you, you probably should ask questions to, because that guy was like naturally gifted and has no clue how he does what he does, you know? So for you talking to people and telling them what to look for in a boxing cert, what should it be teaching them? What should they walk out of there with? And, and, you know, obviously this is what they're walking out when they go train with you. Well, that's, that's a great question. And what I would do, I would look at the, who, who's done their cert, oh, if it's yeah. a boxing cert, and then have a look, at, have a look at them, see how well they're doing and see if they know what, what they're doing, you know, and yeah. reach out to them and, and ask them. Uh, with, with our certification course, we've, We've worked with over 2,000 people from around the world right now, and we've offered every single one of them a money-back guarantee, and not one person has asked for the money back because we, we provide so much value. We're so confident. Um, there's someone who's not far from us in Santa Monica started doing a boxing cert as well, mm -hmm. and their stuff is absolutely terrible. But they think, oh, Boxing Burns doing it. They're making a quick book. I want to do that, and they've jumped on, and you see them, and it's like, oh, my God, and they've got no experience, and... People sign up because they've got good at marketing. Yeah. But, you know, and the, you can only sell shit once. I guarantee their, their client, their people's not going back then where we've built the community and, and, and all that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're looking to do any cert, you should really look into the cert and not just buy the cert off a of Facebook ad or whatever. Look deeper. Look into the, like I said, the, the people who's took it. Look into the, the website. Look into the background of the instructors and see if they instructors are, are, are successful in that fitness space, whether it's kettlebells or whatever it is, because, you know, like you said, it was, I'm really glad that you said that there's some boxers who can't teach boxing for fitness. Yeah. We had a guy who worked for us. He was an Olympic medalist. He was a, had way more fights than me, way more boxing experience than me. So you would think this guy can easily teach two 45 year old women how to box, teach box, boxing fitness. Not a chance, mate. He taught them how to throw double hooks to the body and a right hook to the head before he taught them the boxing stance. Didn't that, like, it was terrible. And that right there, and I always see this in the course, in our course, is like, just because you were a boxer doesn't mean you can teach boxing or fitness. You don't yeah. have to be a boxer. And we've got people, we've got a guy in our gym called Josh Hackford, who never had a pair of boxing gloves on in his life, mate. Never, never been in a boxing gym, come to our gym, learned, learned how to hold them. It's learned the, the, the fundamentals really good. He's earning two, three grand a week right now just teaching boxing fitness. He's absolutely killing it because he understands it and he's a good coach. And then you've got people who's former boxers who had 15 pro fights who, who are really trying to scrimp and scrape, trying to get $15 clients and trying to yeah. get anyone. And, you know, so it's, it's like it's night and day. It's really night, night and day. It's, yeah. like, it's like you said earlier, you, you need to understand how to teach the fundamentals of boxing. That's really, you know, yeah. if a person understands boxing, they can transmit it. And there have been a lot of, even, even in the boxing world, there are a lot of great uh, coaches that weren't themselves great fighters, you know. Mike Tyson's Chris Marta. Yeah. Right. Right there. And it's yeah. the same in a lot of sports as well. Like, 
you know, soccer, Alex Ferguson, Manchester United's one of the most successful football uh, soccer coaches of all time. You know, never, never wasn't good at football. My coach, my Olympic coach, Terry Edwards, um, is one of the most successful amateur boxing coach of all time in Great Britain. Produced so many great fighters. Never, never boxed in his life, but he understood it and he right. could and he translate it to other people. And you know, the only the, the, if we ever get criticism, it's very rare from our certification course. It's like this is BS. Uh, how can people teach boxing if they've never boxed before? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mate, shoot your mouth, you know. That's the only criticism we have to get about it, and it's off former boxers who's not successful, who's retired right. from, boxing and now they're not earning any money, and they see these young trainers coming in who's who, who's, who can really give a client a really good session, and the, yep. they've done the boxing course, and now they're having success, and it's like a bit of jealousy going on, you know? Sure. Well, there's a big difference also between somebody saying, like, look, if you take this course, I'm going to give you the tools to put somebody through a great workout, to teach them the fundamentals of footwork, to teach them how to move better, how to be more confident, how to, you know, understand the basics of, of uh, you know, and basics and fundamentals of boxing. That's a very different claim than saying, look, this person's going to come take this course, and then they can take out, you know, uh, the top 10 guys in your gym, you know? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. that's exactly. not the same thing. Yeah, exactly. We're not teaching people how to be in a corner of a fight when your fight is tired and how to yeah. get them. No, no, I'm not teaching that stuff. And no. another thing I'm teaching our course, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm, I don't know any other certification course that does this, is I teach people how to use uh, their social media, how to build their brand on social media, how to post yeah. good content to get in clients. That's yeah. on the level two. On level one, we talk about how to build relationships and retain clients. We talk about the psychology behind teaching because, again, if, if I'm teaching this 45-year-old lady who's come to the gym for the first time to do a boxing session, she's obviously a little bit nervous and, yeah. and wary because it's, it's fitness and as well it's boxing. And the way someone teaches them from the ground up is everything. If she makes a mistake, she's feeling awkward. The way you correct that mistake can be the, 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 the decision if she comes back or doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. So we talk about the psychology behind teaching the correct way so to give someone the confidence so they do come back again and again and you do retain that client and help that client as much as you can. You I know? think that's so important because I've heard it uh, so many times from people. They're like, oh, I would love to do blah, 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 but I have no coordination, right? right. And then it's, yeah. it's a self-fulfilling uh, you know, thing because it's like, well, what do you do to improve your coordination? Well, well, nothing. I just told you I have no coordination. It's like, well, that, I got news for you. That's not getting any better if you, you don't do something. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know? yeah. And uh, it's the same thing. And like you said, there's, there's that moment where I think there's the anxiety where they first come through the door. Most people, most people that walk through my gym, they tell me, oh, I've been driving by your gym for three years. You know, yeah. I'm sitting there like, son of a bitch, you couldn't have come earlier. My, and that might have been good. You know, I could have maybe bought myself a coffee last week. But yeah, okay. I'm glad you're here now. And then... Yeah. But it, I, understand, I get it. It took them that long, you know, in some cases, just to build up the guts to walk through the door. They, they weren't sure what they were going to get. They weren't sure what I was going to be like, what some of the other trainers are going to be like. And when we finally get that face-to-face, like you said, it's so important to have the tools to be able to recognize, and not just what they're saying, but also see it in their face, see if they're frustrated, they're throwing a yeah. comment doing something they feel silly they're like you know thinking and you can see some people they're thinking in their head man i don't need this shit i don't need to feel like uh you know i'm uncoordinated i go back to the office where everybody you know thinks i'm a big shot you know and uh and the truth is they do need that they should be doing something where they feel out of their element that's how you get better that's how you become a more interesting person big time like like you said yeah people 
are worried about coming to the gym and they think it's going to be too hard. I'm totally shit. So it's taking someone three years to come to your gym for a session. Yeah. Now it's on you to keep them there. And, uh, and like you said, it all comes down to that, that psychology. Like, you know, yeah. uh, and a little tip that I, that I do when I'm teaching, let's see if I'm teaching, we get three people to come to the gym for the first time. And I'm teaching all three of them. And this is the same with all our coaches we've got where we had before COVID. We had 26 coaches working for us. Wow. We all know the system uh, down. We've got three people come to the gym for the first time. We've got two people who we, who's, who's done a little bit of boxing before. Then we've got one person who's totally uncoordinated. Them two people, we're teaching them, they're picking up really good. Yeah. The person uncoordinated is struggling and they feel bad. What we do is rather than just keep um, giving them feedback, like bring your hand back to your face, bring back, we call the people who's doing really good and start giving them feedback, making stuff up. They might not be dropping their hands down, but I'll say to them, keep shooting, make sure you bring your hands back to your face. Just so that one person who's feeling uncoordinated can see that. Yeah. And, she, and him or she is thinking, oh, at least I'm not the only one who's getting it wrong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and little mind games, little psychology tricks like that, um, is, is everything. And that's what, that's what we teach. But that, that is everything. That is the difference between retaining that client and not retaining that client. And this is not being salesy or sneaky. No. Uh, this is helping the client. They've come to us for a reason, whether it's doing the kettlebells or the boxing or whatever. They've come to us for a reason. So it's on us as coaches to make sure that they come back in again so we can help them reach whatever goals there is. And by us making them feel awkward, we you know? Yeah, I used to not know boxing and not know how to teach boxing. I don't know how to do a proper uh, a kettlebell swing or whatever it may be. We yeah. give them a disservice by by not knowing that as a coach. Yeah, and that's you know? it. And we are in a service industry. And you know, it's interesting. It's funny that like you mentioned uh, social media, and I think that's really cool that you help uh, the people that are coming to your certs. You talk about that. You address it. It's so popular. It's so important nowadays. You know, like you can't just be huge. Yeah. You can't just be a good trainer. You can't just be, you have to understand the marketing. You have to understand everything so that you can reach more people. You can help more people. And of course, you know, you can make a living because at the end of the day, you know, we can, we can love all this as much as we, we do, but if we can't feed our family, then that's a, you know, a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can't help people. Um, and you have a very large, I first noticed you on Instagram. You have a very large following there. And uh, two things caught my attention when I, when I saw you on Instagram. And that's what ultimately led me to contacting you. And I really wanted you to come on. Uh, one, I could see right away that not only could you box, but you can teach, right? And, uh, you, you know, in a, in a very short two-minute clip, even your YouTube videos, people should check out your channel. I'll, I'll put a link here. Uh, you put up very, very short videos, which is good, especially, I think, for now, nowadays for people's attention. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, but you're short, concise, and you can tell how deep a person understands a, a subject by how simply they can explain it. And you explain it yeah. you know, very simply. So I was like, right away, I was like, oh, this guy's great. This is awesome stuff. Uh, you know, I, I love uh, the way, you know, he, he's teaching. And then I, when I started to follow your stories, I saw this really funny thing that I, I actually liked so much and I respected so much. I told a bunch of my students about it. I was like, ah, oh, I just saw this guy lay into a bunch of people on social media. He lost a bunch of followers and he was like, uh, you know, good, get out of here. It was for the, the colored gloves that you have. Yeah, the rainbow gloves. Yeah, so for, for people that don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Tony has these uh, colored gloves, like rainbow gloves that he'll use in some of his videos. And uh, anytime he, he posts these gloves, he gets uh, guys writing uh, either on the, the comments or sending him messages uh, saying, you know, how gay these gloves are. And I mean, it's such a stupid comment. I can't, you know, I can't believe it. But the truth is, a lot of people would let it go 
because, you know, I mean, people want fans more than they want to, you know, spend time with their own mom these days. They, they just, oh, yeah. want, you know, like yeah. you could be an, a complete asshole in real life, but if you have a hundred thousand followers, Oh my God, you know, that's like the greatest thing ever. So like, if you told somebody, you know, probably the worst thing you could say to an influencer is you lost 10 followers uh, this morning. They would just right. fall to pieces and curl up on the floor and cry and wonder why the universe hates them. But you were like, you know, goodbye, get out of here. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. So right away, I just had immense respect. I was like, this is good. And you called them out. You even reposted their names and you were like, what, you know, like what's wrong with these people? I thought that was great. Yeah. Oh, nice one, mate. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think, the, I think one of the first times I posted one of them videos, you can see how many followers I lost like 700 followers. And like you said, I was like, see you later. Yeah. Well, that's what I join them. Please, please join them. I got them gloves made for, um, I was training someone and his manager uh, is, is gear. And he, he mentioned that you should get some of these, the, the, like bride colors gloves, the rainbow. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'll get some of them. It's great. Got them. And I didn't, I didn't realize how small-minded a lot of people were and got offended by that stuff, which I posted. And like the majority of people were from uh, a different, different country. Like they weren't from, they weren't from uh, where America or Canada. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, and, and I thought, oh, look at this. I'm getting all of this here. I'm going to do more of this shit. I'm going to do more <laughs> of this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you did one video in your car where you were like saying, you're like, oh, that's it, man. I'm going to wear them in every video now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and I do. I, I wear them often because what, as well, what that does, I get more engagement. Often, yeah. Right? So, because like I said, I know about, I know about social media and who you're following. I'm yeah. get, if, I get, if I get 50 comments, I'll probably get more than that. That's saying, your gloves are gear. I'm unfollowing you. Uh, that's boosting my my uh, my, my uh, engagement on the yep. post. Is get my post on the explore page, get and see my more people, and then I and then, and then I gain more followers. But as well, I'm, it's inspiring other people. I get so many DMs of people who said like, you know, Tony, I'm I'm gay, and um, I'm going through really hard times. Seeing you post this is really inspiring for me. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> so there's that side of it, and as yep. well. We've sold a few grand's worth of them gloves since I've been doing that. That's awesome. I'll, I'll put a Wait, link on, underneath as well. So if anybody wants to get it, they should. And maybe I need rainbow uh, kettlebell so that I could piss some people off and then yeah, I'll get it. It. So, yeah, I'll do my backyard painting later today. But no, I think, I think especially like as somebody who's training trainers and you know, you have people coming to your courses, that's really good lead by example, because you don't compromise your own values um, just, you know, for social media followers. Right. Yeah. Big time, big yeah. time. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, on on the course we we teach we teach it how to how to grow your following, and which which like I said, not not many people's doing. And like, I, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to this, when it comes to social media and and that sort of stuff. So people's getting value from that as well. Which, like you mentioned, every personal trainer should be on social media and should be trying to build their brand. And people, even if they work at your gym, at my gym, everyone has got their own brand. If yeah. you're on social media, you've got a brand. People are reading your stuff. They, they, they're reading about you. They're learning about you. That's what you're representing. So you need to be posting the right stuff. Yeah. And one thing I tell all about with our, um, our students, our trainers, is, you know, if I don't know who you are and I click on your Instagram account right now and I look at your last six posts, I don't know who you are, would I follow you? Mm -hmm. And the answer is normally no. Because you're not giving me any reason to, to follow right. it. You're posting pictures of 
your food, your dog, your kids. Like, I, I, I don't know you. Why do I follow up? But if I click on, let's say yours, for example, I click on yours and you're like, here's six kettlebell exercises that's going to improve your, your upper body strength. Oh, nice. Next, next one. He's six. What's going on? Your lower body strength. He's a kettlebell exercise that works your foot. Like I'm like, oh shit. And, and then I'm like, whoa, this guy's good. I don't know. I'm bomb follow. I'll see right. what he, I'll follow him for a bit. See what he's see what he's doing. And that right there is kind of the method that I've done. That I've, I'm about to hit three hundred thousand followers, and it's it's through it's through either doing one of three things in my posts, either uh, educating, entertaining, or inspiring, and. I try to make sure I get one or two of them things in all of my posts on social media. And with that, people click on my profile, and the, follow, the followers start coming. And then like, like, follow, like, yeah, that number of followers, it, it doesn't mean that much unless they're, unless they're engaging with you, which yeah. obviously mine does. But as well, like, it's not just for the ego, although it does give you ego, I'm not bothered who you see. It's like, yes, I've, I've got all these followers. But as well, weak in this business to help people and can i help more people by posting a picture of my three daughters or can i help more people by posting three tips to punch harder it's by punching harder and that's what i'm doing you know i've, I've got a personal account where i post pictures of my kids from my family but as well i've got this business account where i'm i'm growing i'm helping thousands of people and building my brand which is built down to my business's brand which is just it's a win-win-win for, for everyone associated with it. And like you said, you heard of me on social media. Now I'm, now I'm speaking to you. We're, now we're, we're connected. Uh, maybe I come to Canada. I do a course up there. We've linked through social media. Now some of your followers might, uh, or listeners might, might follow me. Yeah. You'll tell their friends, their friends might own it. And that, that's how networking really works. It's called social networking. People forget a network on there. And by, yeah. by posting the right content, You'll be able to really network and, and use social media for its number one advantage, which is is networking. Yeah, and I think it's great what you said about when you're posting something and you're thinking about, you know, like how can I how can I be of service? How can I help? What's going to be helpful? Who, yeah. Who's this going to help more people? And I think that's that's the place and fundamentally um, everyone in our business should be when they're making posts because a lot of the time it's the reverse. They make a post and they're thinking about how can they help themselves with the post? How right. can they, you know, how can, engagement? how can they become an influencer? How can they be a guru? How can they be whatever, you know? And some, some of those people, they have some success in that. They can position themselves. And, and even we talked about it before, some people that maybe don't even know what they're doing. They're very good at the marketing. They're, you know, yeah. everyone, in Calif everyone in California, everyone at Santa Monica Green has a gimbal. They're doing all these nice everyone, everyone. And, You know, like I have a teacher and uh, he used to say, uh, you know, he used to have every, always slow it down, slow it down, Sean, slow it down. Let's see it slow. Right. And even when you'd be sparring and be like, slow it down, slow it down. Let me see it slow. Cause he go, you know what? Fast shit is still shit. It's just fast. Like, he says, if you can't, you can't do it slow and right. He said, you're just trying to hide it with speed, but he goes, I'm going to look that. I'll look yeah. that. Shit is still shit. I'll it's look still that. shit. I say it all the time in my courses. One of my old teachers used to say that. And he told me, he says, you can't do it slow and right. And he says, then hiding it with speed is not going to help you, you know? And um, I see that when I look at this stuff with the gimbals and everybody doing, you know, like sometimes people show me something like, what do you think of that? I go, that is a beautiful video. And they go, yeah, but like, what, what do you think about what they're doing? No, what they're doing is total shit, but that yeah. video beautiful i mean i wish i had a video like that i'm jealous of the video i mean the person 
horrible, <laughs> but the video oh, yeah. gorgeous, yeah. you know? And, like, and like, like you said about my, my videos, I think it was Albert Einstein who said, um, it's not, uh, he said, a genius is not someone that uh, makes something simple sound complicated. A genius is someone who gets something that's complicated and makes it simple. And I try yeah. to take that with my videos and try and simplify everything for, for, for someone who's clueless and you know that that works but you but what you're seeing is people make these fancy videos that are really complicated and it's it's just like yeah it looks nice but what you're doing is like yeah but there's no value is not there it might have the nice sunset background or the trees behind and all this and the palm trees and what well, i'm not getting anything from that yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm, and what you said it's about it's about you it's about the it's about the person who's posting that look at me i'm good i'm in this i'm living this dream no, I mean, it shows, shows how to get better. Show me how to get better, and I'll respect you more, and I'll follow you, and, I, and I'll, 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 if you want to sell a course, I'll, I'll buy that course. Yeah, you know? no, that makes sense. And look, now, for people that are, are listening, you know, there's, there's maybe trainers that are listening, and this is going to be useful for them. They're, they think they can go check out your course. There's also people, and trainers as well. Look, a lot of people stuck at home, and they gained a lot of weight over uh, the last little while. You know, it's, it's rough. They're sitting around uh, <laughs> waiting to get released from their homes, yeah. uh, and in some places still are. But... Uh, you do have online resources where they can go and they can get not just stuff for the cert, but you know, that they can learn about the fundamentals of, of boxing and footwork and all this, like we yeah. said, great videos. So um, what website should they check out to be able to? Um, so, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of options. So there's the, I've got, I've got a couple of packages, which is how to get better, how to be a better boxer. Yeah. Um, we've got ha ha boxing through the world's best boxing drills video package. Them is a, if you want to get better at boxing and you want the drills, that them's there. They're really good. I've put a lot of time and energy in that. Then with the gym, we created a on-demand training platform oh, uh, that that uh, that that you can do at-home workouts and all that. You know, we had to pivot with the gym's being closed, so we created this boxing platform. Yeah. Uh, that's at boxingburn.com. The other one's masterboxing.com. Then we've got the education course, which is boxingburnacademy.com, which is our Certification, that's my passion, teaching people how to teach boxing and have success with it. That's what I love to teach. We've got an online version of that as well. Um, where I we, imagine now the courses, when you give the certs, are they all done in California? No, we've, we've, we've been around the world. We were actually supposed to be in Australia next month. We've been to Sydney, Melbourne, the UK, all so around it's on, it's on hold right now, I guess, because of uh, COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, them all. We've actually got a course in December still planned that was supposed to be doing the but we put it back to December in mm -hmm. San Diego in our home gym as well, a, a live course. So if you want to come down with that, mate, let me know. Let me I, know. You enjoy it. I hope so. Yeah, that would be awesome. I miss California, man. I, got, I You can see my surfboard, one of my boards in the back. Yeah, I actually have a board in California at my friend's house. I got my short board there. Uh, she's in, um, yeah, she's in uh, like not far from Manhattan Beach in Redondo. Right. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, we'll down. Perfect excuse to come in December to California. Yeah, I'd love to. We got to open up the border between uh, Canada and the United States. Right, yeah. But also, I would love to come up there to Canada um, yeah. and, and do a course there, maybe in your gym. We, we, we travel around and, and we do this, and it's something I love to do: meet new people, network, and yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm hoping to get back on the road soon myself. It's. It's. I'm, I have one in two weeks, but just over in Toronto, you know, so it's so a six-hour six-hour drive from where I am. At right. least uh, things are slowly starting to open up everywhere. So, you know, we hope. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking of something actually when before, 
because I, I knew you were, you know, you were coming on today and uh, I knew you would hurt your, your hand and that's why you ended up having to stop uh, boxing um, yeah. professionally, stop fighting. And uh, I was thinking about how that happens with athletes and a lot of them, they never recover and they never change direction. They never, you know, they always kind of sitting there and in the back of their mind, shit, if only this hadn't happened, my life would be so great. And it seems to me anyways, not, not knowing you, but it seems to me that you're, uh, you've been able to make a, a shift from athlete to trainer. And it seems like you're thriving in, you know, in, in a same way and in a different way. Yeah. Um, you, and I think that's important maybe for people to hear right now, because sometimes, you know, some people's gyms are closing, some bad stuff's happening for them, uh, you know, financially and business wise and everything. Um, and I'm sure you were devastated when you got the news about your hand and you saw it wasn't getting better. Um, how did you kind of like, how did you sh kind of shift your mind to, I gotta, I gotta do something else. And, and it's not over for me. It's just going to be different for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really difficult. I started boxing when I was 10 years old. I retired when I was 27. I had 106 fights. Won a European, uh, we won an Olympic bronze, European gold medal, seven times as a champion, undefeated professional at the time. So I had everything. Um, I was on my fights were live on TV and had a contract with TV. And uh, then, yeah, then, then this, these got to the point where I couldn't do anything anymore with them. And I had to, I got forced to retire and I got start drinking, start eating, got fat, fat, depressed. Pulled myself out of that, moved to America, hoping my hands would get better. They didn't get better. And just, I just put all my energy that I put into boxing to have that successful boxing career into business, that work ethic and, and that passion. Mm -hmm. And that's how I had success. And it was, it was easy. Like fighting boxing, the, the level I was doing, was, it's the hardest thing in the world. It was so, so hard. And coming into business and teaching people boxing, how to teach boxing, it's, it was easy. You know, it was really easy compared to what I did. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. And, and now like I said, I got depressed, but now my hands being injured was the best thing that happened, happened to us. And it happened at the perfect time. I've still got friends now, the same age as me, I'm 35, who are um, who's still fighting, who sports since they were 10 years old. Right. They still punches in the head, still whatever, uh, sparring and, and taking all that punishment, you know, and I just, I'm, I kind of feel sorry for them because they haven't really got a plan B when they come out. I'm 10 years ahead of them with having my business and everything else. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm in a really good position now and I'm, and I'm financially better off than I was when I was fighting at my peak as a professional and I was earning good money. So everything's, everything's worked out really well and it comes down to working hard and not having an ego. And what I mean in that, like teaching people for fitness, a lot of boxers have egos and they're like, how can that guy teach boxing when he's not boxed before? And I should be doing... I'm like, mate, like when, when you forget about that and focus on yourself and your clients, that's when you start building and growing. And that's what I did. And, did and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy now. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think it's such an important message for people to understand that, you know, like sometimes bad stuff happens, but bad stuff happens and puts you on, the, on an even better path. You know, right. you, don't know what, you don't know what, like you said, you don't know what was uh, around the corner when this all happened. And, yeah. you know, you ended up in a place now where, like you said, financially, business-wise, things are better for you than, you know, maybe. And maybe if you had kept fighting, maybe it's uh, how many more fights, uh, how many more shots to the head, you know, could you take yeah. that would have changed the course of your life again in a different way? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it, it was a 
terrible situation at the time, but yeah, we're, we're for the better. And I'm yeah. Sure. yeah, so I mean, hopefully anybody who's going through a rough patch right now with all this craziness that's going on in the world, you know, keep your head up because it might seem like it's a really bad thing, whatever's going on right now, but that might put you onto something that's going to be a really good thing. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, hard and cl it's cliche, but you said it before too. It's, you have to stay positive because really that's the only option is to stay positive, you know, keep swimming. The worst thing people can be doing can be doing now, and I mentioned this on my podcast when I talked to Farmer before, is being bored. You should never be bored now. Yeah, you might be locked down, but never be bored. I can't remember the last time I was bored. Only not... boring people are bored. <laughs> yeah, boring people, uh, people who are not trying to excel their life to the next level are, are bored. There's always stuff to do. There's always stuff that you can be doing to improve your life. And after COVID is over and after the lockdown is finished, we will see, we've got to tell the people who's had a holiday and not done anything, came out unemployment, to the people who's been working in that spare time. You know, we'll see, we'll see that when we pop up at the end of this. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I think, you know, people, no matter what, like it's easy to get into a rut. And especially if you're kind of like stuck in the house or people that are working from home um, because they have no choice now. It's like yeah. you still have to be disciplined. You still have to get up, get yourself dressed, get yourself shit together and, you know, get into a routine, start doing things. Um, yeah, there's no reason to be bored. When I was a little boy and I would tell my mother, I'd be like, mom, bored. She would go, go bang your head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. and so I very quickly realized I, think, I don't think she wants me to say I'm bored uh, and I'm not getting the reaction that I kind of wanted I kind of wanted her to you know find something to entertain me so yeah. go bang your head against the wall kind of maybe turn around walk right out of the room and think to myself okay uh, what should I be doing you know and so I, I never get bored I, I caught myself saying that to uh, my kids once then they told me they were like they're like I'm bored I'm like you're bored. And then right away I had a flashback and I'm like, Oh, I know exactly what to say. Yeah. I've had per parenting advice on this. I'm like, go bang your head against the wall. And they were looking at me, really? And I go, no, but I said, only boring people are bored. So yeah, I'll use that with my dogs. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I wanted to thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, really it's, it's, it's been really, really good. I want to, I'm going to put for anybody listening, I'm going to put links to your YouTube channel. Uh, I'm definitely putting links to your gloves and, uh, you know, to your website so people can check out all of your stuff. I hope that you are back on the road, myself included. I hope we're both back on the road soon, traveling around the world, giving certs, teaching people, trying to help yeah. as many people as possible. I really, I love what you do. I think you're doing it at a really high level. And most importantly, I, I love when I see somebody who is successful because they want to be of service sincerely. Like you, yeah. you can see it. I can hear it. I could see it in, in your videos right away. So I knew that, you know, uh, you're a guy I want to talk to and I, I want more people to find out about. Um, and if we save one trainer this year from, you know, <laughs> doing bad, bad mitt work and, and just teaching, you know, bad stuff, uh, then I feel like we did a good thing today. Yeah, and, I agree. I agree. You know, yeah, no. Yeah. And if we turn some people on to boxing, um, that also is going to be a really good thing. There's a lot of yeah. people I know that they've thought about it for a long time, just like those guys that drive by my gym and keep thinking about doing something. Um, try it, you know, try it. And look, a good way they could try it is they could grab one of your online things. They could mess around, check it out, see if it's uh, something, you know, that they want to do, you know, throw a couple punches following uh, along with Tony in the privacy of your own house. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
definitely. Thank you, mate. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I hope everything uh, opens up for you soon there. And both gyms are jam-packed with people. Me too. I hope to meet you in person soon as well. We definitely, we make it happen. Of yeah. course. All right. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much.